I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This morning, vaccine setback. New advice on who shouldn't get the Pfizer jab in the UK after shock allergic reactions. China trade war escalates. Beijing continues its attack on Australian products. The new exports now blocked. Explosive claims the Education Minister reportedly told about complaints over a Sydney deputy principal accused of sexual offences. And wet weekend, Queensland in for a downpour as school holidays begin. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The UK's drug regulator has been forced to issue an urgent change in advice over the Pfizer COVID vaccine. Let's go live now to Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld in London. Good morning, Hugh. Two health workers experienced an allergic reaction. Jody, they were two out of nearly 10,000 people who received the jab on day one of the rollout here in the UK. Uh, they suffered what's been described as an anaphylactoid reaction. Now, that's not quite as bad as anaphylaxis, but it can involve someone getting a rash or suffering shortness of breath. Both have been treated and both are reportedly OK, but they do have a history of allergies and do carry EpiPens with them. Now, anyone with a history of serious allergies is being told they can't have the Pfizer vaccine here in the UK. Britain, of course, was the first country to approve the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine for use outside of a trial. They shortened the approval process here and these sort of reactions, we're told, didn't show up in the trials. We know from the uh, very extensive clinical trials that this wasn't a feature, but if we need to strengthen our advice now that we've had this experience in the vulnerable populations, the groups who've been selected as a priority, we get that advice to the field immediately. 43,000 people were involved in the Phase 3 trial for the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Allergy or allergic reactions to vaccines are not unusual. Some people have allergic reactions to the flu shot and can't get that. Meantime, Canada has become the latest country to approve the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine for use. They're hoping to begin the rollout there in the coming weeks. The regulatory body there saying that the Pfizer vaccine is, quote, safe and that their approval process is rigorous. Jody. Okay, Hugh, thank you. Back home and a turf war is brewing between doctors and chemists following news Australians will have the choice of getting the COVID-19 vaccine at pharmacies or their local GP. The move has angered doctors who say pharmacies wouldn't be able to handle the complexities of the vaccine and it'd be safer in fewer hands. 
Certainly in the early stages of this vaccine rollout, it should be done um, by a doctor. It would be a gross miscarriage of justice, really, and poor public health policy if we weren't included. The federal and state governments will have the final say on who can administer the vaccine. China's attack on Australian exports has intensified, with Beijing blocking exports of lamb and timber. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leaning. Good morning, Olivia. Other industries could also be targeted. Jody, Australian wheat and cotton farmers have been warned that they could be next, fueling further uncertainty for those farmers in the lead up to Christmas. China has suspended products from two Victorian lamb exporters for four months after they reported COVID outbreaks in August, despite the state now being COVID free, while China's timber ban has been extended to products from Tasmania and South Australia, claiming they contain pests, which suppliers fiercely deny. The government now trying to renegotiate access to those markets, but Beijing still refusing to take calls from Australian ministers. Also vulnerable, Australian honey, fruit and pharmaceuticals who send about a third of their products to China. The changes coinciding with the parliament passing new laws to limit foreign investment in Australia. The government warned that the expected hits to wheat and cotton could take the total cost of trade restrictions on Australia to more than $7 billion. Though there is still record demand for our iron ore with prices surging to their highest level in 10 years. Jody. Okay, Olivia, thank you. A teenager from regional New South Wales accused of being a right-wing extremist is expected to be charged this morning. The 18-year-old was arrested in Albury yesterday after allegedly encouraging a mass casualty attack and sharing bomb-making material. Counter-terrorism officers have been watching him since August. He's expected to be charged with inciting acts of violence and advocating terrorism. It's been revealed nearly a billion dollars worth of JobKeeper money has been blocked or recovered as officials crack down on those taking advantage of the scheme. News Corp reports $850 million worth of payments has been stopped by the ATO, while a further $120 million has been clawed back from employers found to have had no right to the cash. $100 million of claims are still under investigation. 35 Australian warplanes will remain grounded today as investigators work out what caused two fighter pilots to eject from their aircraft earlier this week. A specialist team has been called in to lead the probe. What is known is that the Super Hornet jet was third in a line of seven to take off from Queensland's Amberley Air Base. Full power was applied, but 300 metres down the runway, a malfunction occurred. The rocket-propelled ejection system was triggered, sending the two pilots shooting into the air. I've never seen an accident like this one where the pilots have jumped out, the aircraft is still rolling and comes to a stop. Experts say it's too early to tell if the aircraft can be repaired. New South Wales Police Minister David Elliott reportedly referred complaints about the behaviour of a Sydney Deputy Principal to the Education Minister 18 months before the man was arrested for allegedly attempting to lure a 14-year-old girl for sex. The reports come after Seven News revealed the Education Department had received multiple complaints about Damien Wanstall but did nothing. I was met with, you know, you're not the first person to say something, which was of course very unsettling. An anonymous Crime Stoppers report was also made to police about Mr Wanstall's conduct in 2018. The Department of Education says the claims were investigated. 
The federal government and the unions are gearing up for a showdown over changes to workplace laws. Opponents fear job security would be eroded and take-home pay slashed, but big businesses are backing the changes. Giving the boot the boot to reboot the economy. This isn't about fights. But he's got one. This is a nasty act from a nasty government. The better off overall test or boot ensuring no workers left worse off by changes to enterprise agreements proposed to be bypassed. I wouldn't expect it would be used many times. Only he says in exceptional circumstances where workers agree to changes to stop COVID hit companies going to the wall. Labor sees the legislation differently. This is what a pay cut looks like. They and the unions claiming businesses will use the cover of the pandemic to reduce wages and conditions. It's a race to the bottom, that's just basic economics. I say it's the worst thing since work choices. Business sees the reforms as sensible and necessary. Making sure that people stay in jobs, that people have lost their job, get back to work and that we create new jobs. It is now the flashpoint in the government's industrial reform debate with Labor threatening to block the lot. We won't be voting for legislation that cuts workers' pay. The government says it is open to discussing changes. Nothing is ever set in stone in these matters. But look set to throw stones at each other on the issue well into next year. Mark Riley, 7 News. Dreamworld is again under investigation over serious safety incidents. It comes three weeks after an eight-year-old girl suffered internal injuries on a slide at the Dreamworld-owned Whitewater World. It's now been revealed there was another incident where a patron narrowly escaped injury on a different slide. Investigations are also underway after a worker was almost crushed by a ride. Dreamworld says it's working cooperatively with Queensland's safety regulator. The embattled theme park was earlier this year fined $3.6 million over the Thunder River Rapids tragedy that killed four people. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Southeast Queensland is set to be drenched this weekend as school holidays begin. Brisbane could see 95 millimetres of rain from Saturday to Tuesday, while up to 150 millimetres is forecast to fall on the Gold Coast. The wet weather is due to a low pressure system expected to develop along the coast. The family and fiancé of an Australian surfer murdered in New Zealand have stared down his killer as he was sentenced to life in jail. Mark Garson cried as Sean McKinnon's sister spoke directly to him. Family detailing their pain in the 14 months since Garson knocked on Sean's camper van window and shot him dead. 
my warm and generous brother was left to die alone on the side of a cold, deserted road. That will sit with me forever. Mark did something terrible. I can't live a life hating him because it holds a place, it's for other things, it stops the future. Sean's girlfriend, Bianca Buckley, who escaped the scene, told the court Garson has destroyed her life. Cardinal George Pell has spoken about his darkest moments in prison during a wide-ranging 90-minute interview in Rome. Cardinal Pell referred to his faith package that enabled him to get through 13 months of solitary confinement. There were many dark moments. The worst was when I lost the appeal at the Victorian Supreme Court because um, it wasn't... I mean, I knew I was innocent. 79-year-old Pell was cleared of sex abuse charges in April. Parramatta Council in Western Sydney is planning to erect a giant chrome-plated vintage bus as its newest piece of public art. It's meant to honour a golden era for the Eels rugby league team, but critics say it's a monumental waste of money. If you were on the Eels bus, you were going places. You get picked the first grade. You got on the bus, so you didn't really want to get off the bus, you wanted to get on the bus. It was bought by legendary Eels coach Jack Gibson back in 1982 after their Cumberland Oval home was burnt down by overexcited fans. A towering eight-metre replica has been commissioned for Parramatta Square. It says, come and look at me and I'll tell you our story. Also planned a giant granite and aluminium eel, a nod to Parramatta's Indigenous heritage. So as soon as you say Parramatta and the eels sitting, boom. The monuments will cost $5 million, despite the council being almost $13 million in the red. I think that's a lot of money, way too much money. Controversial, like Clovermore's giant milk crate and cloud arch sculpture, both got the chop. Great cities throughout the world have got great public art. Inside, the Eels bus was far from glamorous, although it was a lucky charm, helping the team secure three straight premierships. Perhaps it's a symbol of Parramatta's power to turn things around. It's a very aspirational work. They should be installed in 2022. Serena Andaloro, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is down this morning. The Nasdaq is as well. In London, the FTSE closed slightly higher and Germany's DAX also added points. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei and Hong Kong's Hang Seng both closed higher. So did the All Lords and the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,843 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 46 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 74 US cents, around 77.5 Japanese yen and almost $1.06 New Zealand. Floodwaters have inundated the Italian city of Venice after the city's flood defences failed to activate. Some of the city's most famous sites, including St Mark's Square, are completely underwater. A massive flood defence system aimed at protecting Venice during high tides was installed in October, but the system failed to swing into action because of an inaccurate high tide forecast. Donald Trump has suffered a new setback in his bid to overturn the election result with a sharp rejection by the Supreme Court. US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is in Washington, D.C. Good morning, Ash. The president is running out of options. 
Good morning, Jody. Yeah, rulings don't come much more definitive than this. The Supreme Court rejecting the Republicans' bid to overturn the election result in Pennsylvania with a one-line ruling that simply read, denied. This is a major blow to the president personally, uh, given that he said on multiple occasions uh, that the Supreme Court uh, will decide the result of the election. Well, that hasn't happened, but still the challenges are continuing. In fact, Texas is now suing four other states in the Supreme Court for election irregularities. Uh, the president tweeting this morning that he will be intervening in that case. Remains to be seen what that intervention will look like. Uh, but another challenge for him at the moment, the fact that his two attorneys, Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis, are both battling coronavirus. Jody. OK, Ash, thank you. The next crop of AFL players have joined their new clubs after last night's annual draft. The event was held digitally this year due to the pandemic. Jamara Eugle-Hagen was taken with the number one pick by the Bulldogs after they matched Adelaide's bid due to the tall forward being a part of their next generation academy. He became the first Indigenous player since 1998 to be taken with the first pick. 59 players were snapped up by clubs, but there has been criticism of the length of the draft after the first round alone took almost two hours to complete. Former Australian captain Michael Clarke wants Pil Will Pekovsky to make his test debut against India next week, but only if the 22-year-old has completely recovered from the concussion he picked up in Australia A's warm-up game. He's earned the right two first-class double hundreds, he's earned the right, but if it's not to be because of his health and his safety, then that's the right decision. David Warner has officially been ruled out of the Adelaide test due to his groin injury and Clark believes Boom or rounder Cameron Green would be a good option to come into the lineup. And it's been 60 years since one of cricket's most iconic moments, the first ever tied test. As we do in 2020, Aussie legends Alan Davidson and Neil Harvey reminisced over Zoom with West Indians Lance Gibbs and Peter Lashley this morning. Harvey says the famous clash at the Gabba typified the spirit of cricket. A great test match, I played against great fellas and it did so much for Australian cricket. The camaraderie that was there in that room was fantastic. BBL 10 starts tonight with the Hurricanes against the Sixers live on 7. Massive plumes of smoke were seen over Los Angeles after a huge fire tore through a commercial building. The blaze broke out in a vacant single-storey complex right next to one of LA's busiest freeways. It took more than 100 firefighters to bring the blaze under control. The cause of the inferno is under investigation. A puppy in the US who literally escaped the jaws of death after being snatched by an alligator has a new job. Gunner's rescue went viral when his owner leapt into a pond, grabbed the gator and freed the pup from its jaws. Now the local sheriff's office has signed Gunner up to the deputy dogs team. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low moving over northwestern WA is causing strong winds, heavy rain and storms. Troughs are triggering showers and storms in other parts of WA, the Northern Territory and Queensland, some severe and it's also directing heat to western WA. Around the capitals today, 29 and mostly sunny in Brisbane, Sydney windy with showers and 26, Canberra 25 with showers, Melbourne 18 and clearing showers, cloudy and Hobart atop of 17, Adelaide 25 and increasing sunshine, Perth a possible thunderstorm, hot and 36 degrees and a mostly sunny day for Darwin and 35.
And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 10th of December.